0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's important to me that a lot of people don't realize. So that there's, you know, I deal with people that supply me. Okay, let's say Jigging World. I love those guys. They're family. Okay. I, I If I'm, you know, there's, we can plug people, but they've been with me with my company in the shop since day one. The owner, like the family, they're their family. But they have to win. I'm buying blanks from them or helping design blanks or do whatever. But they still have to win. they got to be in business too. Right. They have to also. Then I have to be able to win. But then ultimately, the customer has to win. If the customer's not getting a good product, well, then the whole thing's just a foundation built on sand and it's fucked. So it's a win-win-win situation. I've always heard people say win-win. No, you left the win out. Everybody in the pipeline has to win or something's gonna fall short. We all have to make money. It's an evil necessity in this world. Um, and I do hate it, but it is the truth.
1: What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Along the Keel, a podcast dedicated to the brands that are being built outside. My name is Captain Zach and in today's episode, I get to speak with Ralph Crafty, the founder of Crafty One Customs. Ralph is a custom rod builder located in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. And he has a pretty incredible shop. So incredible that I actually got to sit down with him in his shop and record this episode live and in person. So if you want to watch this episode over on YouTube, I highly suggest it. Ralph is a great guy, a true character and Salt of the Earth, and just has a great story to tell. We talk everything from just life in general, saltwater fishing, as well as how he got started, where it's going, and how the hell do you build a custom rod? Now, I will preface this, that if you do have kids in the car and you're listening to this podcast, make sure to give them some earmuffs because we do get a little bit salty in this episode and maybe a little bit nautical as well. So be sure to stay tuned. Check it out. Check out Ralph and his shop at CraftyOneCustoms.com. You can also check out and like, share, and subscribe to Along the Keel. Helps out a lot. Also, leave us a five-star review if you're listening to this on Apple or iTunes. Not to mention, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Like I said, this podcast is going to be posted up, and you can watch it and listen to it at the same time. Who knew? So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the show, and we'll catch you at the end.
0: Open that
2: beer, though. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. We have to, right? Um, Ralph.
1: That's me. That's you? This is me face. That's the you face?
2: Th- this is me face.
1: How's well, you man? I-, I is good. I'm going to crack this, this Whaler's Rise APA. My... Oh, see that? <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, sir.
0: Here's the COVID in the background. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for uh, having me in your shop. I mean this place is phenomenal. And from where, you know, you guys just went back and redid this whole thing. Yeah, we uh Yeah.
0: COVID makes you think about everything. Makes you think back and uh appreciate mm. like appreciate more and um want to give more. And uh my staff and I, yeah, we want to give back. This wouldn't be here without Everyone. Right. That's really what it comes down to. So, yeah, Yeah. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. No, it's awesome. And, you know, it's like, it's Rhode Island is such a perfect place for this, too. I mean, it's a special state. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely made me for who I am. And although it has its certain idiosyncrasies, I guess we could say. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. (laughs) No, I I mean, I moved here. I I was raised
0: in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. uh, Went to Salve for a little bit. A little bit. A little uh, bit. You tried it out? I, I tried it a out. A toe in the water? No, the good news <laughs> is I actually left to go in the military, so that's that's for something else. Yeah. But um, I came back. I moved my whole family from the West Coast, from the n- the Northwest, which I love dearly. Mm. We came back because we do have a piece of paradise here. Yeah. Um, a big piece of paradise in a little, little place. Mm. And we
1: got to protect it. I, I totally agree with you there. I mean- so, Having lived in California, Florida, recently Hawaii, man, there's, there's a reason why people come back to Rhode Island after moving away. It's speed bumps. Or not it's, speed bumps. It's, <laughs> it's, it's <the> potholes. potholes. <laughs> it's <the> potholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what. On Defense Highway right now, there is a mean <laughs> pothole waiting to take out some <laughs> Nissan. Yeah. I, I'm I'm waiting to see that when I go to work the next day. It's
0: awesome. I got a pretty good lift
1: on my truck and stuff so scares you're, me. You're, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you. I hit it. I hit it the other day, just not paying attention, and the whole truck, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> dislodged from the frame and yeah. then landed back down. Yeah. But so you said you grew up in Connecticut. Yep. Was that? I mean, were you? Did you grow up next to the ocean? Were you no, actually, I didn't.
0: I, 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 which the guys that know me will think this is funny. I grew mm. up next to canwood Lake. Really? And, yep. And so I grew up doing a ton of fly fishing, a ton of freshwater fishing, and. Uh, Loved fishing. I mean, it's a big part of, you know, everything. but um,
1: Maybe a little bit.
0: Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. But when I, when I came to Salve, actually, is when I really fell in lo- I always loved the ocean every mm. time I visited it. But when I came to Salve is when I fell in love originally with mm. fish in the ocean. Salt yeah. water.
1: Yeah. Why is that? Like why Salve? I mean, you could have you could have picked anywhere to go to school. Oh, Salve!
0: I could have. Yeah, they wouldn't take me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's no. It's um, Salve. Uh, There's a long story. We'll leave that one out of it. <laughs> I, we'll leave <laughs> leave that one alone. But um, as far as the ocean goes, I can tell you seriously when you see how large it is and uh, the things I've seen in my life. Mm. Just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. It's humbling. you realize how small and how insignificant you really are in this world mm-hmm. um and it's just such an amazing place yeah right like mm-hmm. uh florida california hawaii you can see the differences
1: yeah and you know what that's what's so cool about having grown up near the coastline and spending a lot of time is you understand that you go a little bit north into maine and it's completely different right You come a little bit south in Rhode Island, drastically different, right? You got the salt ponds down in South County and in Point Judith and then take Hawaii, you know, that's just middle of nowhere Pacific Ocean. And it's, it's cool to see all these different places and how guys are fishing differently and different species and how they're targeting them and, it's uh, and how they all know exactly what's the best way to do it exactly. <laughs> well, and then and then some guys think they do. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. So when when you kind of fell in love with this this whole saltwater fishing thing, but yeah. well, you said you grew up fly fishing, right? Yeah, so fly there, fishing, yeah. There had to have been obviously some influence there. Was there influence from you growing up, like your 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 family, your dad or or your mom, kind of getting you into it?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I was actually born in st louis not to get in my my family Mm. in the st louis missouri i grew up in the mississippi river and catfishing love catfishing noodling no no noodling (laughs) haven't done the noodling but catfishing um fried catfish and uh my grandma man catfish annie yeah she yeah she was incredible (laughs) and uh i feel like that belongs on a shirt (laughs) she was awesome (laughs) and uh that coming up, and then and then being in Connecticut, like, you know, where we where I lived, we were kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So we had Hoos Tonic, which just goes forever, mm. and but I had a bunch of streams near me, the Aspetuck River, and different things like that, and started fishing them, and t- with my dad, who my dad's gone, all right, And mm. this is for the world. Uh, <laughs> hey, world. Um, <laughs> he wasn't the best fisherman. Um, <laughs> throwing him under the bus, um, but man, he loved it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the love of fishing came from this man that that went through a lot, a veteran, saw a lot, and gave me a love of fishing. Right. Not a successful way to on how to fish, <laughs> <laughs> but he gave I, me a love I, of fishing.
1: And I can <laughs> relate. too too closely with that (laughs) because and i you know maybe maybe he listens to this maybe not but my dad when he goes fishing in narragansett bay there's uh there's when the fish are hot it's it's awesome right yep but when they're not there's no fish in the bay according (laughs) to him according right Right? there's no fish they're all gone
0: right (laughs) that's right so i I, and i saw that and another time i've got stories that just kill you with that um, long and short though, in the long run, after going to Salve, I, I, I mentioned, I, dro- I, I dropped out. I did drop out. I dropped out and I went to serve.
2: Mm.
1: Um, and I, what do you think the motivation behind that was? Make the world a better place, period. Yeah. Um, period. Was that something that was always kind of ingrained in yeah. you? Yeah. I didn't want
0: to go to college. I wanted to go serve, but my dad was a army ranger, Vietnam vet, um, purple heart. Wow. Bronze star. Yeah. He was a man. Real right? deal. Right. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> and, um, you said it was going to happen. It was going to happen, John. He, uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, um, and I – he told me not to go. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. Don't go see what I've seen, right? right? And I respect that, but I don't know. There's this thing you got to go do it. So when the chance came, when everything went down, it, it just in my heart I had to go. College wasn't a thing. I wasn't doing <laughs> – it was what i had to go do so i went and did mm-hmm. it all right but anyway when i go into the military i do real quick i met a woman my wife now almost 30 years um long short of a, uh, her father who's an incredible fisherman he he's he's passed too but man he is the one that taught me so much about my business and where we are right now and how i how i build fishing rods and this west coast to east coast thing that mm-hmm. I've learned and techniques and he could catch fish. <laughs> and uh so yeah, it's a long ride. I mean, you're talking about from since I was like 10 years old to now I'm almost 50. Right. Y- you can't put it into the show.
1: No, it's it's a uh, it's 50 years of experience and those moments and just reps behind the helm, you know, reps behind the wheel of just yeah day in and day out, learning the, learning how the coastline shifts from one day to the next, you know, and how the tides and the sand and, you know, shit, fish change, right? Year yeah. year after year, right? So it's, it's, it's having those experiences and, and knowing to have a better guess as to what's going to happen the next day or the day before, you yeah. know, not that you can't, but you can yeah. have a, a guesstimate, right?
0: Yeah, fish are smart too. They don't they get are. to be 50 pounds because they're no. stupid, right? So how do you, you know, how do you adjust? What do you see? Um, I, yeah, it's, 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 have, we? I don't want to, have a respect for it. Mm. Have a respect for the fact that you're going to go out there and you're, you're hunting something mm-hmm. that has a life also, a life essence. So in the military, as a medic, we, I, we'll talk, but yep. have a respect for what you're doing. Right. And have a respect that there is a life essence there. And uh, if you're going to kill it, eat it. Mm -hmm. And I'm in because it's very good. Oh, amazing. But if you're not, take a picture. We're lucky. We're lucky. Look at this technology that we're doing. We were talking about earlier. Right. Take a picture and let her go. Let him, you know, just let it go and be proud. And it's about about the fishing, not the catching. Right. Right? And, like, that's the triumph in our sport. Mm. Um. and that's what motivates me like I joke I used to be the soldier you might not be able to tell that <laughs> I used to be the soldier now my job is to build the weapons for the soldiers yeah um I want to encourage people to fish mm. I want to be part of that fishery right but I'm cool being here yeah right not on the water as much yeah um and if people can't they can't grasp that i've had some amazing experiences with all my father my father-in-law friends mm-hmm. um i've been so lucky to to experience all these things that i'm cool to sit in the background i totally dig it right yeah. and then for someone to say i got that on your rod man that's a cool feeling that's pretty fucking cool yeah, that's really fucking cool. Well, that's where you
1: go. You <laughs> can drop out. Hey, that's the first one. So <laughs> guys that <laughs> know me are like, wow, it took that long. <laughs> we'll put a we'll put a counter somewhere <laughs> on the screen. Um, but but you, you, you're so right. You know, and I think it's really cool to be able to have that. You know, you're kind of coming at it from a, a thousand foot view of you're really a representation of someone's experience when they go on the boat. Right. We were talking about you going up and bringing this group of guys up to, where was it? Prince Edward Island. Prince Edward Island, yeah. you know, and taking them fishing. And you were kind of, you were the ringleader, right? Like, you were bringing these guys up and the rooms and the rods and the gear. and you Village
0: know, idiot, maybe, taking everybody Oh, well, there we go, the yeah. <laughs> you said it, not me.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but at the same time, like, you were really this representation of their journey to go get that fish, you know? And every ride that you build, that's exactly what you're doing, you know? So, and it's kind of cool cause in every rod, you know, it's custom, right? Crafty one custom. So you're giving your perspective given that person's, you know, uh, what they think they want. And you kind of come together and create this, this piece of art, you know? But I gotta imagine like growing up in, in fishing is one thing. Um, but then coming out of the military and being in the military, had to have had a massive amount of influence into where we are sitting today.
0: Yeah, I think I saw a lot and I didn't see a lot like with what people put in movies and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was a medic and we did evac so, but I wasn't there on the front lines. Um, And you know, when you're younger, you carry a lot of remorse for that because you man you just want to be there like you feel like that's what you had. that you're right you have to be there and then as you get older you realize how lucky you were not to be there which is what my father was talking about Mm -hmm. and um i i saw i saw what came out of it i saw and i could imagine in my mind's eye like what happened and what was going down and um It goes kind of back to what we were talking about. I get life and death. So Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, uh, this is my livelihood, Mm -hmm. right? And it's a livelihood for over 10 people that work for me who give their heart and soul to this, right? Right. But it is just fishing,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And I feel, and like I have to explain to some people sometimes, like when they talk about, you know, there's other shops in the area that I really want to get along with. I don't want to be, I might be, technically a competitor but
2: that's it's not, what not, it's about. It's
0: not what it's about yeah but if like i try and explain to people if you want to play life and death if you want to make it that serious yeah let's you, you don't want to do that i <laughs> i get it yeah. i totally get it you don't even want to go there right right um and i think that's something that's lost mm. in in America, and sometimes in business, it's not about the money. The money will come if you do the right thing and you you take care of it. You you'll you'll do well. Yeah. Right? I'm not gonna own a 92 Viking doing mm-hmm. this. <laughs> you can go fish on one. Though. I I can't you can go, go build the rods for one. <laughs> I I can do that. um yeah. But not gonna. Not,
1: and I don't want to own one.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. I <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I wouldn't even know what to do. But. What um, does
1: someone do with a ninety-foot sport fish? You got to kind of wonder a little
2: bit.
0: Look, I was just lucky <laughs> enough to go fishing on a, on a Viking. And with friends, which is even mm. cooler. It's really more about the friends, right? And I'm like, I got an actual kitchen to cook. Yeah, co- I, I didn't even. I know. On. And then and then there's people to think that, like, you forget where you've come from. Because that's one of the things that does bother me, Mm. right, in this. I haven't forgotten where I came from. I'm getting older. I've had multiple knee operations and back (laughs) problems, and I'm fat. And uh, if I have a choice to go on this boat or this boat. Now, if I'm going on this boat with my friends, I'm in. Right. Totally in. Mm -hmm. Right. But I also don't mind being comfortable. No, why why wouldn't you? And uh, (laughs) we've talked about, like, uh, big game. Their brand new boat. rather right, their brand, brand new yeah. boat, yeah. So we're gonna go out on a nap. But if you talk to those guys, they know I like to sleep mm-hmm. when I go out <laughs> in a boat. Now that the, they will I'll throw myself under the bus before they do. Um because I get away, my phone doesn't ring. Yeah. And I'm out with the boys and I'm having fun yep. and I don't we're fishing. Right. Not catching. I don't get we I don't like, catching's yeah. great. Right. But hey, it's slow right now. I'm gonna go to Take sleep. Take a nap take a nap this
1: is perfect. i'm the same way this is heaven <laughs> and it's the best place to sleep it's you just rock yourself to sleep Done. you know they're taking care of the boat <laughs> done yeah. so but
0: uh it's it's afforded a lot of excellent opportunities and that's basically part of the pay right uh and why i'm humbled and lucky yeah uh and thank you to everyone like like yeah from the employees to the customers, to my family and friends mm. that have put up with my shit, um, my wife, my wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Takes a village. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: Well, you know, it reminds me a lot about this this kind of mentality of, you know, if you're going to build a building, you know, don't be the tallest building by going around and knocking everyone else's down, right? No. Be the biggest building by, by building your building, but helping other people build theirs. Sure. Right. And you know you keep on coming back, and we've we've talked about this many times. Like it's just fishing. So when you say that, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, I mean it's a way of life for a lot of people, and it's serious. So we can get into some very serious areas. There's people that could take that the wrong way and use that against me, commercial fishermen or something, because I get it's your livelihood. Mm -hmm. But for the recreational fishermen in general, this is um, something that is a relaxation a getaway from life yeah. um from whatever it is um some people take it too seriously to me i think <laughs> which i think is comical yeah um and i get it that's your that's your gig have at it mm-hmm. right um but it's just fishing it's it's if you're feeding your family like i used to joke with my dad my dad did very well mm-hmm. okay um, very well, and and I'm I'm just so proud of my mom, and my dad for everything they did because you know everything he went through and everything they went through and started from the ground and made it to the top. Mm-hmm. Right, what's that song? Uh, started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> yeah, by, uh, yeah. By Drake or something like old? that. Am yeah. I too old? Am too old to no, know no that? No, 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 that's <laughs> awesome. That <you> know that. <laughs> but um, but uh, it's so much more than than it's it's the journey yeah. it's the it's the guys, it's the water, it's the fish, it's the beauty. If you're out there just because I want the biggest fish, mhm then maybe you think too much about yourself, maybe <laughs> no, maybe you're a yeah. little self centered no, maybe you're totally right <laughs> well, I don't agree be careful, people <laughs> that don't wanna you know me you know if you're out there, like I go fishing, and for the guys that know me, I talk more shit on a boat. <laughs> right and i think i'm not getting that vibe no at all. no and, way and i think like <laughs> young yan of jigging world is okay. my boy right he kicks my i've lost more money in bets to that man <laughs> right that he just raises the bet because he knows he's gonna and i've won like twice right? right it's not about it it's about the journey it's about talking shit on mm-hmm. the boat with the guys having fun and, yeah, if you succeed and you win, then.
1: It adds to it.
0: it that's all it is. Yeah. You know, um, and some people, like, the guy's a charter, man. I mean, that, people think that that's got to be what it's got to be. It's got to be a 50-pound bass every time, or it's got to be a right. 15-pound tog. Or, mm-hmm. And that's tough on them, mm-hmm. right? You know, and every day they got to go give that. Every day they got to be like that. Right. God bless them. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that
1: yeah you know it's funny like when I spent a lot of time in Hawaii doing the whale watching manta dive trips and everything you you I you know it wasn't fishing but it was in a very much so a similar way where it's like you have to give this person the best vacation possible right sure. so and it, and it was kind of a light switch like you go from pushing out everything else that's going on and you're like all right switch is on like we got to roll. We got to give this person the best trip possible because you know what? This person spent their hard-earned running to get to Hawaii, and it could have been every penny they saved up. Like this yeah. is the last trip they're gonna go on, you know, for a long time. Yeah. So for me to give them a bad trip, it would be a disservice, right? It wouldn't. It wouldn't sit right. But you know, it, it, going back to the fishing side of things, you you keep on. Me- you know, you mentioned that as much as it is about the fishing. It's also about the fish, too, right? I mean, that's, there's this whole thing that I think needs to be touched on in the recreational world, which is really the whole idea of catch and release. And you're a big, you know, you're big into catch and release and not necessarily taking the fish, right? right. And I think that's really important because, yeah, you, you want to, everyone loves some striped bass, right? Sure. I love Tatog's My favorite fish.
0: See, I'm. It's funny because I love striped bass. Okay. And I'm Tatog's okay to me. And okay. And I, I know I'm on the outside <laughs> with that. All right. But I'd rather like the slot fish right now. Yeah. Dead. I'm taking that fish home and <laughs> and I. But I won't freeze it. I'm also become a snob. I've been lucky enough to, you know, right. get fresh fish. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna catch fish, one if I can catch fish. Yeah. If I'm gonna <laughs> catch a fish. And I'm going to kill it. It's going home and being eaten that night. That night, night yeah. yeah. but But um, point being is that with what we're talking about, if you – look, and who, who are we to judge? Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's situation is mm-hmm. different, right? But if I'm going to freeze a fish, I'm not going to kill it. Mm-hmm. That's just me. That's me personally. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what someone's situation they're going to eat. They love it. Right. Good. Good for them. No problem. That's yeah. their integrity and their decision. Right. But for me, um, I'll never, ever, ever kill another 50-pound bass, even though I've only killed a couple, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just to be clear, right? Because they don't taste as good. Yeah. And I was that guy that was guilty of taking the pictures with those fish and, right. and hey, look at me, you know, yeah. and, and I, yeah. I, I am. I, I, And I. so I get it, right? you know, but um, now it's a big tog. I want to release it. Mm. these are the breed we want to get them back out there right we're humans are oh. yeah <laughs> we're populated all right um i wish some of them wouldn't i'll put that out yeah. there too
1: but um as mentioned before <laughs>
0: um but we're you know we're gonna wipe out our oceans right um and we have to protect it we also have to protect you know that goes down too to the commercial fishery, mm-hmm. right? To c- protecting their ways of life. Those guys right. worked their asses off mm-hmm. in what they do. Um, to, to charter captains. If we're not protecting this, right. if We're not protecting these fish. At the same time, um, if you're going down, like I have no acceptance for killing an illegal fish. Mm. You know, just yeah, I don't tolerate it. Yeah, it's just it's bullshit. Yeah. Right now, now that being said, if you're someone who's Lost a job during COVID and. Right. You need it for subsistence. To, I'm in. Yeah, for sure. Go, you know, and going back to what I was saying with my dad, he did very well. I, and, and I t- used to tell my dad, listen, do me a favor. When the dollar falls out of this whole thing, mm. come to me and I'll feed your family. I'll show you how to actually. Right. Live. Mm-hmm. The dollar ain't going to do shit for you when it ain't worth nothing right and these guys that do this the charter captains the the commercial guys the i mean not to be the great shops that we have this this is we don't fish i'm in deep shit right (laughs) (laughs) right so i mean protecting that conservation um and then there's a legal side of it which some of it is just nonsense and some of it's good i mean do we don't have enough time Right. Or I'd be too drunk to continue to carry <laughs> on.
1: Yeah, but you you bring up a good point. Like, you know, it's the, the, what you spoke about in terms of, you know, it's really up to the person, right? In terms yeah. of if you're going to keep the fish, if you're not, there's r- multiple reasons behind it. Yeah. You know, obviously, if it's an illegal fish, I mean, I don't tolerate you at all because yeah. I think that's just wrong, right? Yeah. It's like, it's the tragedy to the commons, essentially. You know, it's the idea that. We all need to be here to to be able to protect protect the resource for futures to come. And, you know, I think in its essence, it's more of having the mentality of just being present when you're out there, right? And taking the time and the opportunity to be educated and be mentally aware when you do go fishing, right? If you're going to release it, are you releasing it the correct way? Sure. Right? Are you keeping a fish that... Isn't, oh, you step on it, and now it's the length. It's like, no, is it actually the length of the fish? Can you do that? Well, I know some guys do. Dude. I don't. I always, I always frown upon that. Yeah, no, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just being aware, you know?
0: It's a, it's a conscious decision. And, you know, that's a conscious decision that you're going to make, not only in fishing, but in everyday life, yep. every step you take um my shop Mm
2: -hmm. right
0: how do you want to treat people guys that know me guys that know me out there that (laughs) come in uh we joke like this is got a boutique look yeah but it's fucking barracks (laughs) if you got thin skin in here it's not going to go over well right right um we work hard but we're, we're proud to give you a great looking shop i'm proud of my shop i'm proud of my people yeah right yep um at the same time, we're going to, we're not going to kiss your ass in here either. Right. It was <laughs> uh, a little
1: salty. Yeah. A
0: little bit, I guess. <laughs> um, And so like, it's life in general, like go just freaking do good. Yeah. Just go out and do the right thing. You know what it is, right? Um, You know, you don't need a, 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 a Bible, respectfully, you don't need a Bible to tell you what's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. The right thing to do is the right thing to do.
2: Right.
0: So do it. Do it in the way you deal with people. Do it in your actions and when people meet you. When we go to Canada, for instance, the guys that go with me, the the customers we brought up, yeah, I have the conversation with conversations with them that you are ambassadors of the United States of America.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And don't embarrass us, because the world thinks we're a bunch of assholes. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No. No, they, it's true. They do. It really is. And,
0: and, like, in America, people are trying to make us feel like we're assholes in our own country. But we're not. We're a great country. Yeah. We have – we do some dumb shit. Oh,
1: every country does, though. Dude,
0: I do it on a daily basis. You know? But, <laughs> But we're not – there's a reason why this whole thing is successful. Right. And it is ultimately a better good. Right. And you learn and you grow and you change mm-hmm. and uh, is that way too
1: deep no it's I, it, it, you said it beautifully it's like this it's an evolution right yeah. it's an evolution, and through experience and through the learning of you know shit going out there and catching your fish first fish to the fiftieth fish to the thousandth fish it's an evolution of. Not only how you treat the fish, but how you catch it and how you go about it. And, and that can be applied to anything. And right? having
0: a respect for it. And In having a respect. Anything you do. Exactly. Having a respect for the people who you charter. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Having a respect and giving them a tip. And these guys work their asses off. People don't get there. There are hours before. Right. And potentially going on another charter to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if your engine blows up. Um, now you're screwed no it's not cheap it's not cheap um and and all <laughs> the sinkers that you lose and all the yeah. you know the dumb shit you do on a boat. right um it just again respect i think that's a real good thing have respect for the people around you wake up tomorrow and think you know what i'm gonna go around and i'm gonna think about the people around me when i go to dunkin donuts and i i get my coffee that gives it to me every day mm-hmm. respect what they get up at 3 30 in the morning to get there and make that coffee right um whatever it is a cop pulls you over like
1: you you, you probably did something wrong you probably, probably going, did you're probably going a little too fast um, you know
0: but have some respect for their situation in today's world absolutely um I'm just trying to think like the, the people working at the grocery stores like mm-hmm. think of everything that happened in the last year these people that are working in the grocery stores, they don't know any more, any less about us, but they got to go to work every day, and they got to right. actually feed yep. everyone. You know, wow. <laughs> Did that come through? That was bad. That was a good one. <laughs> we got post-production. Well, maybe I'll That's leave it in. I'll leave it in. I leave it in i do not give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just think about the people on a daily basis that do such an awesome thing. Yeah. Um, just simple stuff. Buy
1: a coffee for the guy behind you. don't have to know it's easy. Screw hold with the, their head, hold. man. <laughs> Get, put that rent in there <laughs> rent some space yeah. i mean it's just there's
0: so much good you could do in, in yeah. such a basic way yeah and uh one thing that i one thing i haven't said to you because we've talked a lot right mm. um i have gone and talked to people mm. with some of the issues i have all right <laughs> uh and it was hard for me to do to get around i'm a mm-hmm. little stubborn and got some pride And I said to the person one time, she's awesome. She's done a great job. She helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. I said, she goes, Ralph, you're not going to change the world. And I said, no, 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 you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. I am going to change the world. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, you you, you can't. I said, listen, I may not know I changed the world, but by the actions, like by the conversation we're having Mm -hmm. and the way you may think in the future, you're going to go do something that in turn is going to make the world a better place. Now, Mm -hmm. I may not see reap rewards for changing the world. Right. But I am gonna change the world. And by the way, if you're a shitty human being, you can do the same thing also. Yep. So we do change the world. We do we are better than what we think and can be more than what we think.
1: Yeah, it's a ripple effect. Yeah. You know? yeah. It it's that you you toss a stone in the pond and you see the ripples go out yeah. and you that one stone touches the entire the entire pond. Yeah. Right. And I always thought about it as if, if someone's coming on my boat for that brief moment, whether it's a friend, someone I've never met, just letting they're giving me the opportunity to say, hey, this is something that I love doing. So let me try and share a little bit of it with you. Yep. Right. And, and take that moment to, you know, like you said, respect them. Right. And respect that they might not know how to catch a striped bass. But if you can give them a little bit of help. Right. Then that might help them down the road. And that might change that kid. To go be the next Jacques Cousteau, right? Marine biologist that discovers some shit at the bottom of the ocean that cures cancer. Dude, right? don't
0: you wish you could have lived his life?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude's badass. Badass. Did yeah, everything. It's crazy shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Crazy shit. I'm very proud. Our family's us, right? Yeah. You know, we're not here to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be me, and I don't want to yeah. be. We talk about cancel culture. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be canceled into being anybody but me, because. Right. I gotta learn, I gotta grow, but I mean I'm weird. Mhm. But I'm me. <laughs> and uh I don't think it's a bad thing.
1: No, I don't think so at all. And it shows through your shop, you know. I mean as I look around, you can tell that the guy that put this together actually cares. The you a know? fucking genius. Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> But there <laughs> there's a lot of authenticity here, you know? And I think if, if I were to put you into one word, the one that comes to the top of my head is Authentic. Oh, okay, good. You, know? <laughs> you got nervous there? Yeah, I did. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Say, asshole. <laughs> no, but you know, speaking of that, I got to give props to a couple of people. Yeah. All right, because this
1: is plug them up.
0: No, seriously. Like, um, I worked in a couple of shops, mm-hmm. right? That you know just taught me a lot, right? And mm-hmm. taught me. Why are companies one way and not another? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that to be a bad thing. It's that I didn't want to be that. Right. But Sam, Sam's bait and tackle here on the island um, just really got me going on a lot and helped me in a lot of ways. And some of it just really, really just changed my life, mm. right? Now, I, I don't want him to hear that because he can be an asshole. Um, but he's going to hit, you know, but no, I mean, he really did. He showed mm-hmm. me a path that I can go do what I want to do and live my dream. Right. And, um, and then rod building, cause he's the one that really kind of started that niche and got me going. Mm. And, um, it really helped me in my noggin, even though that may not come across, <laughs> but, um, and then like the guys out at CMS out in New Bedford in, in Charlie, who to me is the the godfather of Rod building, mm, right? Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave some of it out of it. <laughs> but when I've needed help over the years, he's been there. He's helped when you, when you needed advice. And I talk a lot. But he's one person I listen to. Mm. He gave it. And he helped you. And literally when I went to go into business, I had to go and tell him I was going to go into business. And I was like, I okay, really, it sounds weird. I want your blessing to go into business because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to compete with you in a way. Yes. Yeah, you so know what I mean? Right. You know, but I, I really am doing this. It's an homage to you. It's, yeah. it's your, you're the legend to me. And like, people don't get this. We're weird. Rod builders are weird. It's a dying art. You got yeah. a lot of people that say they could build rods, okay? And a lot of great rod builders. There's a couple of guys, I'll drop a name out there for those people mm-hmm. that know. Is Thor. Okay? Okay. Insane. And if he <laughs> listens to this, he'll know insane his abilities. Okay? And the the people who know know. Um, but some people that don't want to be doing this. Right. Um and we love it, and I and I want people to do it. I just hope they do it for like the right reasons. If you're doing it to make money, you which I do do it to make money. But we yeah, also it's, it's a
1: thing we need to do.
0: No man, when we hear about the stories and stuff, mm. and by the way, rods break.
2: <laughs>
0: rods do break, right? Of course. And it hurts. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, you know, and I've been there when rods break, right next to it. And then not only does it hurt, it's completely fucking embarrassing. Right. Right. Um, we've got some stories for you there, (laughs) but, um, but that's how you get better. Like what knocks you down? What, you know, what do you do? How do you get better? How do you lock in? Are the people that work for you, you know, or the, your soldiers, the guys that are in the foxhole with Mm -hmm. you, do they care? Do you lock in Do you get better? Do you find a way to get better? Do you talk to the people you're buying parts from? Do you like, that's why, that's what I love about this, man. I, I dig it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that goes down to the commercial, down to the commercial guys or the, the charter guys who are out there breaking shit. And you're right. like, look, dude, like, what were you doing? Right. Like, <laughs> at the same time, you know, they're like, no, Ralph, like this or that. And that's how stuff gets better. Right. It's this um,
1: innovation, this evolution, like we said before. Everyone together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, speaking of which, like, we're sitting in this, in your rod shop, right? Uh, yeah. Tackle shop. Yeah. What do you like to call it? barracks <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a barracks um it's a tackle shop it's like i joke to guys that know me it's not a bait shop i'm not a bait shop
1: no there's no bait
0: here. i do not want to <laughs> be here at four in the morning i don't want to be here until eight o'clock at night <laughs> all right uh well, what we're saying you, you live right across the street i do i could walk <laughs> home but i'm
1: too fat <laughs> that's why yeah. we have it. that's why we have the truck that's <laughs> why you have a truck yep <laughs> but you know how did we you know Going through your experience, going through the you know your life as to where we are now, what kind of led you to say, "All right, well, you know, I have all this experience. I think I know what I'm doing. Uh, let me try and take this crack, you know, with Thor's blessing and and, and start something." Charlie's blessing. Charlie's bless. Even though I'm Thor, sorry.
0: I would think, is stoked. Like, <laughs> anyway.
1: Charlie's yeah. blessing. Yeah. Like, you know, this didn't start as full time.
0: Right? No. This was an evolution. There's a lot of people out there remember my garage, remember my basement when mm. it started. Um, I got hurt at work, and I've worn a lot of people's uniforms. Mm. You know, um, big box, a suit for, you know, a military uniform. Um, and I got hurt at work. In corporate America, just tried to screw me. We'll just leave it that way. Mm. And then they can say whatever the hell they want. But, and I looked at my wife and I go, well, you know, we've worked so hard and we've given so much. Because everything you do, you're given part of your life essence. Little thing. Like my guys, when they build a rod here, they're giving part of them to their customers. Right. To the people. To yeah. go out and do what they want. And that's important. Again, respect, going back to that. Right. And anyway, so this whole thing we went through with my family, it really... It was a dark, dark time. Hurt us, hurt us horribly. Almost ruined us. And um I just said to my wife, "This is what I want. What do you think? Like this is, I want yeah. to. is what I want to do." Mm. And she's like, "Let's go!" Like that's great thing about her. Let Let's Having go. Support. Let's go. Yeah. So we took everything we had. So one thing I'll say, and I've said this to people and. Some people may take this the wrong way, and there's a lot of excellent rod builders out there, okay? Mm. Incredible rod. Better than us, rod builders, right? That's okay. I don't, I don't claim to be the best rod builder or my, you know. Right. But um, do me a favor and take, take $100,000 and put it down on the hand of Blackjack <laughs> and go for your fucking dream. Yeah. Right? Yep. Go do it no like be homeless or you got to make it right and mm-hmm. if you don't have the balls to play in that field then i yeah. then i got an issue with it right like because i i went for my dream I, I i went for it and by the way in no way fashion or form I the only one that made this dream happen mm-hmm. I, it's very important to me
1: takes a village yeah
0: i mean just so many people from employee cost we talked about that charter yeah. guys but just Go. I will say, we've talked about mm-hmm. this, go for your dreams.
1: Yep. Right? Yep. 100%.
0: Go for it. If you
1: fail? What's the worst that's going to happen? You fail. Right. You went for it. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's, uh, there's a speech that I love. It's uh, by Theodore Roosevelt, who is my favorite president. Okay. And uh, it talks about the man in the arena. You know, and and I don't know this. No, you don't know I'm this one? I'm a history one? buff, so I'm a little. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, the man in the arena. It it goes on to saying, you know, to and I'm gonna, I don't want to butcher it too bad, but basically it's the essence of you know, in order for you to go for your dream, you got to step into the arena, right? Sure. And it's the tired and weary souls that will never know victory nor defeat, right? So unless you're willing to put up or shut up, you will not know, you know. What the other end looks like regardless because you don't actually step foot in the arena. And if you're not in the arena, whether if your arena is becoming a rod builder or an Olympic athlete and you're not and you're a critic and you're outside of the arena. Well, quite frankly, I don't give a shit about you. Right. You mean
0: so if I'm on my phone (laughs) and I'm just texting and throwing stuff out there about something that doesn't count.
1: Throwing stuff out about yeah,
0: just talking bullshit on the phone in a text. Point being is mm. that people yeah. sit in the background, mm. and we live on this world. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're part of it right exactly. now, right? Yeah. But that's I'm yeah. You got we got to talk after this. You got to give yeah. me that because that <laughs> that's the truth. It is. And be that gladiator. Exactly. Um, yep. And and going back to soldiers and why like, mm-hmm. you know, we. We should take better care of our soldiers. There's a lot of guys out there that need help right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we, You know, Vietnam, it took a long time, but I don't think we're taking care of the guys as much. Sorry, I mean, it just, but it's something that popped into my head. We're not taking care of as much of the guys that went through mm-hmm. Baghdad, Afghanistan. They're getting left behind a lot. And it's, it's, it's obvious in the suicide rates and stuff that are happening right yeah. now. And... They threw their hat in the arena and Mm -hmm. they did it for a greater cause. And what do we have going on right now? We have people saying that we're bad in these different ways, whether it be race or religion or, you know, you don't want, I don't want to be too political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're mean. Yeah. But like, we're not. Right. We're good people. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I used to say in the military as a drill sergeant because I I saw all races, all creeds. I don't care. I'm going to say this how I said it. Say this is it how you Sergeant, say right? It. I don't care whether you have a dick between your legs or not. Okay, which the Air Force doesn't want to hear that I said this. Right. but tough shit. <laughs> I don't care whether you play, you pray to Muhammad or you pray to Jesus. I don't care what your skin color is. When the red's out of your body, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gone, and we're here to protect that. We're here to take care of the person next to you. That is a person. Right. Right. And to fight for an ideal that is to be better. Yeah. Right. And that sums up quite a bit with me. I, I, yeah. I fucking went on a whole tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, I'm a weird cat, man. It's just fishing. We can't, you know, talk fishing. But that, that's what has made me get to right. a shop that looks like this. This, right. this shop is, is a military experience. It's my family. It's my parents. What they taught me. It's my grandparents sitting there, listen to them younger. It's my mom, my dad, my my uh, in laws. Mm. You know, my father in law, my mother in law, and what they taught. My wife, my children. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now my grandchild. Right. <laughs> what they teach you. My friends. Right. Right. Life. What freaking life teach you, dude? Like the smacks you get, the the goods, the highs, the lows. Um, this too shall pass. You ever heard that? Of course. Right. I mean, I think people need to take that and listen to that because even when you're super low, you got to remember this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll, you'll come out of it. It gets better. But when you're high, take a deep breath and, take, and don't do a selfie. Don't... Just enjoy it. Enjoy Be it. Be present because yeah. this too shall pass.
1: And I think that's a perfect metaphor for fishing right? Yeah. Because when you're out on the boat, the only thing you can do is be present. When you're offshore, there is no phone. Right? God bless. There's <laughs> right? <laughs> there's there's no you go out, you check your phone, and all of a sudden it, it goes dead by itself. Yep. Right? So there's no option. And I think that's kind of the beauty of it is you're you're forcing yourself into a position where you have to be present in the moment. You know, and there's only a few things that you can do in this world now that you have to be present. You have to be in the moment at that time, you know, and I think that's a super special thing to be a part of, you know, and for you, you're kind of building that experience in a way.
0: I hope so. I mean, I hope that I wish that every single person could be in the canyons, the Northeast canyons, at night Mm. on a quiet boat by themselves and hear and listen and see under the lights everything. And it'll make sense to you. You may yeah. not be able to explain it, but it'll make sense to you. So, now I know there's a lot of people that say, "Ralph, keep the freaking people out of the canyons." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it. That is, that's my church. Yeah. That's my. And that, that's my holy ground. Like, just unbelievable to me. Yeah. Yeah, and changed my life. And that's another thing too. That going back to Sam, Sam Bait and Tackle, he. He's the one that kind of got me on my first boat to go to the canyons. Mm. He's the, Not kind of. He's the one that said, hey, yeah, take him." He might have wanted me to drown. but uh, <laughs> No, but he, he's the one that got me on my first boat to go experience that, yeah. have this epic.
1: It was life-changing.
0: Yeah, absolutely yeah. life-changing. Absolutely yeah. Yeah. life-changing.
1: Yeah. It's funny how those moments, and they all kind of stack up, and moment after moment, eventually you kind of realize why those moments occurred. You know, it's like a link in a chain, right? And then they eventually led you to creating what is now Crafty One Customs. Sure. So when you were kind of going through that process of building rods in your basement, you know, going to work, doing it part time. And, th- and at what point did you decide to go, all right, all in, you know, we're not just in that. We're not just tailgating outside the arena. We're not just like going through security. Like we're all in, like we're on that. We're on the sidelines. We're on the field.
0: Shortly after I started doing this, I had the dream. Mm. I really did. Years ago. 15 years ago. And a couple of guys that um, that I was doing it with that I really did have the dream to say, hey, you know, this could be something one day. But you, know, you just... They're not Never in my wildest dreams would the small sh- shop be what it is
2: mm.
0: now. I mean, the thing I joke about and I'm proud about is that we've sold and, and I, th- maybe this will help me I've sold to my, my company I say I it sounds so we've sold to every state in the United States except for South Dakota really yes <laughs> right and like I like I have that like Winnebago like map that you scratch yeah, yeah, everything yeah. so South Dakota pull your head out of your ass please <laughs> um, and then we've sold now to 31 countries around the world holy shit yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And um, we do do it with an old school appeal. Like you won't. Like there's a lot of people that know about us because other people vouched for us. Mm. It's very important too. That's something else I need to, to put it. You know, I realize there's people that said go see Ralph, and that I have a responsibility to that person, that business, or that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. And that's all. That's we've lost that. You right. know, Amazon, right? I'll mm-hmm. call Amazon, Walmart. Screw them. Bass <laughs> Pro. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no, I. Not totally. saying they're bad people or whatever, and they they made it. They good for them, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, they don't want us around. Right. They don't want someone that can go in and, um, you know, actually get customer service. Can actually talk to you, and. Yeah, we here you might get a little, you know, fuck off. Like we, we, we got that. (laughs) We're salty. Yeah, but um, you you can call my shop and still talk to the owner. Right. Right. You can also call my shop and talk to the guys here who work here, and they know what they're doing. Right. I, you know, I, I got, I've had kids that have worked here since they were younger. I've got kids that are men, that actually, Mm -hmm. that have worked for me, and I'm proud of. Um. You know, my manager, God bless that man for putting up with what I with <laughs> what I do. Um he knows it. <laughs> I hope he knows that. Um the guys that, that come here and work every day to and the customers are coming here, they know it. Right. Right. So I mean it's it it there's a lot we respect when people send someone to us. Yeah. And it's it's more than just a buck. But try and do that with Amazon. Try and it's not return. It. Nah,
1: fuck it's not off. gonna happen.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I use Amazon. I got to order stuff, right? Of course, we all I, need some we, stuff. It, it's it's a it's a necessity in this world. Yeah. But at the same time, when people go, I want to save ten dollars. Yeah. Well, what's that ten dollars going to cost you? Right. right. Um, in the long run, if things like this go out of business, what's that really going to cost you? Mm. We, thats a whole other thing we could talk about. But you know, just because. I don't have. I have a lot of quality in my shop. Things we sell, I believe in. Mm-hmm. But that uh, maybe my prices are the same, like as what you would do if you went to Bass Pro, right? Or you went to a tackle direct, right? I, I, I my price is the same. But maybe I don't have things that are a lesser price point, right? right? I, I, I have a small shop. You're looking at like mm-hmm. you're, you're looking at pretty much half of it on yeah, this video. we are here. Right. <laughs> um, so it's got to work. Yeah. Or in theory, it's got to work, Hopefully. right? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but um, I also need the things we put in here. I need to be able to back them up. So if you come back and say, Ralph, stick this up your ass, I, I got to be, you know, I got to back it up. Right. And so the things I put in the shop may cost $50 more than what you could have gotten online. Not the same product, mm-hmm. a different product that you could have got that supposedly does the same thing. hmm but those, you had to buy three of them or four of them, and in the long run, you lost money, but you were thinking, f- you know, so it's it's this, okay, is the quality worth the money you spend? Right. But then also putting, including that to people that are going to help you go,
1: mm-hmm. like, is that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense, and it reminds me a lot about voting with your wallet, right? Yeah. Because essentially, that's what you're doing. You know, yeah. when, when you're coming to crafting one customs and buying a rod or buying a lure or or what have you and interacting with you and your team, you know, and I also want to kind of touch on the importance of your team because you, you keep mentioning that. Right. And, but it's the idea of, if you want to buy something quality, go talk to the man that's building it. Right. Go, go support the guy who actually gives a damn about his team and his family and his greater community and the greater good of fishing in general. Right. Like. I think nowadays everything's so PC and everything's so, you know, just consumable and everyone wants to just be able to throw something to the side if they don't need it. When really, you know, rewind like 50 years ago, it was, let me try and buy the best quality item so that it's going to last, you know? Sure. And I think things are kind of coming around now, you know, I think, and it's guys like you who continue to build incredible rods and sell great quality gear because you know what it's about that are kind of perpetuating that, and hopefully it'll all kind of come back around. But kind of going to back to your team, I mean, you keep bringing that up. That, that's super important to you.
0: So one thing that's weird to me that – so Crafty One Customs, a lot of people don't realize where that came from. Okay, mm. so I'm Ralph Craft, right? Makes sense. And I'm Crafty One. I've always been, like, online – I might have I, I was there at the beginning of the internet. I don't Like were you? You weren't. That's no. before, yeah, right? <laughs> so I was there and you know, I don't have an AOL.com account, but you know you I got like dial up Yeah, no not anymore, but <laughs> MySpace That's <laughs> all. <asshole. laughs> but uh, I I I'm crafty one in my family, my wife's crafty two and my kids are three, four and five. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, and now my granddaughter's six. That's where that name came from right crafty one customs right yeah. and a lot of people don't know that and i that's I, cool it's still incredibly cool to me but now it's almost like this it's not one thing it's not a singularity right it's so much and i'm so proud of the guys like i we bring up staff this is there's guys outside of me that dedicate their life to this to this sport. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people, again, okay, with respect, you go back to that. I don't think yeah. they realize that these guys come in here and they sit at the desk or they sit at a, you know, you can see over there with the rod spinning right mm-hmm. now for eight hours a day and they wrap thread by thread by thread, Yeah. right? And then you'll have someone that will come in and go, oh, yeah, but I can do this or I can go and sure you can yeah, yeah no i mean <laughs> you, you can probably you know maybe right. but good luck with that have yeah. fun with it but also at the same time i could buy it as cheaper somewhere else okay we'll go do that because you care more about the money so one of my other things uh that i haven't told you is that people want three things and mm-hmm. they want quality they want a good price and they want a fast mm-hmm. one thing i can tell you here at crafty one pick two whichever two you want <laughs> right it's up to you do you want it fast and you want quality then it's going to cost you right but like it's you pick any two of those you want it's Mm -hmm. your call but you can't have it all i'm sorry if we wanted if we could have it all in this world guess what it'd be a totally different world right and 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 i don't i've worked for companies that push their people and I I'm proud that my guys like w- one way we are as a custom rod shop is that we're going to come in, we're going to talk to you, we're going to find what what it is you're trying to do, and we're going to try and put a PCU in the rod. Mm. Right, we're trying and give you something personal. But then we don't. We have a template on how we you know where stuff's laid out on the sure. rod. But when it comes down to designing it, I tell people like you're commissioning an artist. Like it's performance based angling art mm-hmm. is what we do and then i'm going to see and i know my guys at work here and the different rappers that they are and and what they're good at and then we have meetings and we say okay you're going to do this because this is right up your wheelhouse mm. or this is this or who the fuck wants to take this one on <laughs> right who wants yeah. to do this right but that's also what keeps them passionate because if you're just every day doing the same, same thing, thing that's not good either Right. Right. And I hated that.
2: You
1: know. Yeah.
0: So, by the way, in a lot of people, it'd be hard for me to work for other people too, because I am, I like, I like to do things my way. Yeah. And I believe in it. I'm right. that arrogant and that stubborn that I believe that I can do this, <laughs> uh, a good way. So. Well, that's you, why you build a good rod. Yeah, I'd like to think so. I, yeah. I, I I'd like to think that we. I'd like to think that. We've made a mark in this business. Yeah. I'd like to think that going back to Charlie at CMS, um, that he'd be proud of us. That the guys over there, Aaron and Eric, two other guys that are out there that I still call if I got a, you know, that they're proud of who we are. It's mm-hmm. important to me. They're my peers. Right. You know what I mean? They're, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's not a lot of, this is a dying art, like right. something else. Yeah. So, w- by the way, we, you bring up, we do sell production rods mm-hmm. as long as I believe in them. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm
1: picky about
0: what I'm going to put in my shop.
2: Right.
1: Um, no, you can tell as soon as you walk in, this is a very well curated shop. Like, this isn't just junk off the shelf of Bass and Pro Shop or Amazon.com. This is lo- a lot of it being local. You know, there's a lot yeah. of local guys here
0: that and th- thank you because I yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't say that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people um, that we, we owe a lot to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's companies that are local that we definitely bring in and are proud to represent. We are proud to explain to you why this is a badass product. Right.
1: Because right? you can talk to the guy and you're like, I can text him right now and he'll give you the he'll he'll read you everything about it right Yeah. You know um,
0: or we can hopefully explain it to you
1: well yeah that too i
0: right. mean but uh we definitely try and do that as much as possible mm-hmm. and okay. give people a chance to a point i mean it,
1: yeah and, and i think that kind of goes back to your your idea of the win-win-win mentality you know the well, three wins. well done you like well how done. i worked that uh, in that there well done yeah? yeah yeah um you know in which, which, by the way, you know, I know I told you this before, but um, those listening know that I've worked that into probably yeah. half a dozen episodes from the time I first spoke with you to now. Yeah. And, you know, it, but it's so true. You know, like you, your community wins. You win by creating this awesome thing that you call Crafty One Customs. And then your, your team wins, you know? Yeah. And, I and, mean, and the customer wins.
0: Yeah. It's, it's important to me that a lot of people don't realize so that there's, you know, I deal with people that supply me, mm. okay? Let's say Jiggin' World. I love those guys. They're family, okay? I. I if I'm, you know, there's, we can plug people, but they've been with me with my company in the shop since day one, the owner, like the family, there, they're their family. Mm. But they have to win. Okay, I'm buying blanks from them or helping design blanks or do whatever, but they still have to win. they got to be in business, too.
1: Right. they gotta, they got to make the green stuff.
0: Right. They yeah. have to also. Then I have to be able to win, mm-hmm. but then ultimately the customer has to win. If the customer's not getting a good product, well, then the whole thing's just a foundation built on sand, <laughs> and it's fucked. So right. it's a win-win-win situation. I've always heard people say win-win. No, mm-hmm. you left the win out everybody in the pipeline has to win or something's going to fall short we right. all have to make money it's an evil necessity in this world mm-hmm. um and i do hate it but it is the truth
1: yeah no right. I, I think about that all the time it's like you know how fun would it be if you could just get everything that you needed to survive and then just did whatever it is that you wanted to do you know and but it's you know you're right like you gotta you gotta be able to pay bills you gotta be able to do stuff and Boats don't run on thank you. Boats, no boats do not. (laughs) (laughs) That they don't, and neither does the crew. So you should tip them. Yep. Um, generously. Absolutely. Twenty
0: percent at least. At at
1: least for putting up with your shit. (laughs) For putting up with all the scuffs on the side of the boat. Oh, I yeah, I do that on (laughs) purpose actually. Anyway. (laughs) Only on big game, right? Is that what you do? uh, No, I actually do
0: that on (laughs) flipping out charters. He's got his. uh, I've always. He hates it when sinkers hit the side of the boat. And he screws with me enough and I've had great experiences, but I love to just take just a sacred one. Tap it right just off tap, the, until tap. he looks at me <laughs> and they're like, Yeah. Here
1: yeah. You go. <laughs> How's nah, that Joltco feel? Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, but anyway. But you know, it, it's it you know, back to the win win win. It's it's uh it's something that I've started to incorporate into everything that I'm doing, you know, and with good this podcast and things like that. So just that's a that's been a big takeaway for me. Um but I guess we kind of got to talk about the the elephant in the room is like, how the hell do you go and build a rod, right? And I know a lot of people. We don't want to touch too much on it because I think a lot of people listening can have a good understanding just by hearing about it. But it's like know,
0: Penn and Teller fool us, where they yeah talk a little and, bit <laughs> they talk and but sling.
1: like I guess the question is like, what makes a crafty one custom rod?
0: Um. So long and short of it, I will say this. I. Fishing a lot on the East Coast and mm. the way that people fish here with and traditionally a thicker, bigger, stiffer type of rod, right? Yeah. Um and in my mind more cumbersome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then having married into a family, it's up in the northwest, and we're fishing for sturgeon, which fish are big as big or bigger. Massive. Uh massive. Mm-hmm. Uh salmon, uh steelhead. Um, tuna over there too albacore stuff right there right but they they fish totally different the mentality is totally different they're they're much more just to make it an easy way of putting in a noodle rod Mm -hmm. right so from fishing there and fishing here being called a damn yankee out there (laughs) and um and fishing the rods that i thought we should have because i was stubborn to stiffer rod and just not hooking up yeah i learned that man like this type of fishery and this have a home Mm -hmm. and the two can come together. So how do I do that? Well, I got to build it, right? I got to build it now. How do we do that? Well, again, one, you're ignorant and arrogant enough to think you can do it. (laughs) Right. And then you start trying and playing out with blanks and finding out that, Hey, you know, this will work. That'll work. Mm -hmm. And lots of failure, man. Mm. Lots of failure.
1: Lots of broken rods. Lots of broken <laughs> rods.
0: Lots of uh, lots of of, of failures, um, and the right people to help you fail, uh, to make things better. They believe mm-hmm. in you. That they, they believe in you, and 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 will go out and and help you be better. Willing to take a shot. Yeah, and willing to potentially lose that fish of a lifetime, because they believe in you. Again, mm-hmm. going back to that respect issue, not so much like respecting me, but respecting each other. Right, Right. yeah. And that's what drives us, and um, also what really stresses me out, to be honest with you, because it's, I don't take it lightly, mm. and it's tough. You know, like, you, you have a lot of p- good people. Um, I'm I, like, I'm. There's people I want to mention, but I don't want to mention people because I'm afraid I'm going to leave someone out and hurt someone. There's so many people who've been so good to me, mm-hmm. um, and still are to this day, and they know who they are, and they don't need to be. The other cool thing is they don't need to be mentioned by doing this. Hopefully, they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but taking those things and going and learning, and Building different rods, having people that I can go build blanks, and the people that had the ability to help design the the money to be able to yeah, right. right that that thing yeah yeah to be able to go and uh, have the faith and then go and try and build these things and design things and change things and um that's where we are to this day yeah um it's very broad and it's broad on purpose. <laughs> um,
1: don't want to give away any secrets no theory. because yeah. you,
0: you get people you get people that call and ask these questions like you call and they went oh i'd like looking at buying a rod and then you start talking to them like look you're a fucking rod builder right right so <laughs> you, you people know who you are that are out there right you're a fucking rod builder yeah why don't you just call and ask me that because like if i have rod builders that call me and uh, they'll ask questions and i'll be like look that's intellectual property mm-hmm. right we're on this area here but if you tell me you're going to do something that I know is wrong, I don't want you to fail. Right. This thing's changed my life. It's made me happy mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> but, no, it's it changed my life. And I want you to experience it. I want you to – my first fishing rod that I ever built, mm-hmm. I still have. And it looks like a bag of smashed assholes. <laughs> right? It's fucking horrible. What a way to describe it. it. It's horrible. <laughs> it has never broke for, so, for one reason, karma, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it's mine. You it's, still fish it? Yes, amongst <laughs> certain people, because if I carry it out on certain days, people are like, "What the hell is the that?" The hell is that thing? But it's mine. Mm-hmm. It's mine, right? And no one else's, right? And that's what a custom rod should be to a person that wants to do this. That's cool to me, mm. and I, I, I encourage that. But then also, don't come in. <laughs> sounds so fucking <laughs> vain. Just. We've built thousands of rods that come and yeah. go. You're wrong. I had a guy come in one time. You're wrong. And I'm like, "Really? You think so?" Like, there's a fucking door. Right. Have a nice day. Do you not see the rods yeah, all around? Yeah, but me? we're not perfect. Like I right. like but at the same time, I I have the luxury of seeing a bunch of failures. Like Acid wrap. Let's talk about acid wrap, mm-hmm. like, for one thing. It's something. So do you know what? I have th- no idea. All right, perfect. So <laughs> basically, it's something that's been around for 30 years, okay? Spiral wrapped. Okay. Basically, on a conventional rod, the guides start from the top and go to the bottom, mm-hmm. okay? Freaks people out, like, OCD, you know? <laughs> but if you come in here, we'll explain to you why a rod should be that way. Mm -hmm. And we do it all the way up to our rods we fight with the PI video we were watching earlier, right? right? They're acid-wrapped. Totally, like, blows people's mind. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. It works, and it works great. And when someone actually takes time to customer service and explain to you why you should do this, Mm -hmm. literally 98% of the rods we build are acid-wrapped. And it is more correct than the appropriate way to build a rod. And I'm proud to say that there is a lot more rods on the market that are acid-wrapped because we've been, it, not not just us, there's other people, mm. but we've been...
1: Perpetuating that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, those guys out there that may say, you know, and no, 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 well, that would be one area I'd say, you're wrong. <laughs> I'd say you're wrong. I mean, that is that is what it is.
1: Yeah, but when you do it day in and day out, you know, it's one of those things where, um. Potatoes, potatoes, brother. Yeah. You
0: know, and like in the world today, too, by the way, maybe if we all agreed that we're not the same and we agree to disagree and that I fought, my father fought, multiple people fought and died, so you have the right to have a difference of opinion. hmm. Wouldn't it be a better place? Like you have the right, like uh, elections, you have the, your vote counts as much as my vote does. It's very important to me. Right. I may not agree with it, mm-hmm. but your vote counts, and I'm proud of the fact that you get to do that vote you get to have that vote partially because of me yeah. or my wife, my wife by the way, who I didn't mention that, God forbid she you know <laughs> but but that's important, and you have those those rights and the same thing, so you have an opportunity to agree to disagree with the way I think or what I do
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but hopefully you come in and we can show you something with You go wow that no one ever explained that
1: to me right and that's kind of the beauty of what you guys are kind of offering you know in terms of building custom rod right it's not just going and grabbing one off the shelf it's it's more so you're really going through the process with them you yep. know and you know you explained it before when we were walking around upstairs and checking out your shop but you know you, you gave me this blank because at the time i had no idea how to build a rod you know and you, you hand me this blank. Now you're an expert now I'm an, yeah I'm gonna start my own customer. Good fucking ride. man. Good job. <laughs> and, uh, but you 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 walk me through the process right, and I, I think that's super important from a customer's perspective too, because at that time like they they probably don't know much of anything at all, and and here they are trying to go the extra mile and support someone like you and yeah. and do that vote with their wallet. So you know a like how important that is to you, but at the same time, you know. The customer experience is what Crafty One Custom is really about. Good to bad, Both.
0: No, nah, I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. But, you know, they'll come in here. Well, when
1: they give you a, a Whalers APA rise, they, you know, rude right here in South Kingstown.
0: It won't be, you won't be surprised if you come in here on an afternoon, especially in the off-season or on a rainy Friday night, and there's captains here and we might be <laughs> relaxing
1: nothing yes. wrong with that <laughs> nothing wrong with that
0: either yeah no so we do do that too but um that's part of it uh i i don't know how to sum it all up i I think it's who we are mm-hmm. right or wrong and growing mm-hmm. and being better um ultimately we do care uh And I will also say this because people come up and say, what's your warranty? Whatever, right? My warranty is your integrity. Mm. If you've fucking put this rod in the car door, if you did something, you know. (laughs) By the way, we can tell. We can look at a rod and go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) but at the same time, things fail, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want to come in and you want to you're just a miserable human being, (laughs) we might call you that. Go be miserable somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> we might do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're grateful for who we are. hmm And we're grateful for our customers. Obviously, we're just great. We're humbled by it. It may not seem like that when you, you talk to someone like me. <laughs> uh, but we're also not going to make – we're also not going to apologize for who we are right unapologetically authentic you have amazing shops all around us that you have a choice to go to um and and that's another thing with that i'll say with rod building Mm -hmm. that a lot of people we're artists right um there's a a ton of rod builders around us Mm -hmm. we don't take offense to you going and buying a rod from someone else i've got you know that's
1: you like different art
0: yeah like it's part of it. That person's better at this than we are. Right. Um, thanks for the opportunity. Um, There's certain people that come in here that I know or call that go, I want this, this, and this. And I go, well, you need to call this company. I already know they did because mm-hmm. they're trying to get it cheaper and calling me. <laughs> right? right? No, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, but if you want to have a good experience, at least – like to think so it depends Mm -hmm. I got bad days you know but uh if you want to come in and you want to see a good shop very proud of our shop if you want to see a a place that has a lot to offer um that cares Mm -hmm. uh that has rods outside of ours has reels has uh, you know come check us out just give us a shot just come see what we got this little Is this 800 (laughs) square feet? No, I'm
1: serious. Yeah, no. Right. And it's, you know, I I love how you keep recognizing that you guys are artisans, right? You guys are artists and and craftsmen, if you will. And, you know, as you look around the shop, it's easy to see that there's art everywhere. Yeah. You know, and and that theme resonates with those that are walking in the door, with the guys that are building the rods. And it almost kind of sets the tone for when you walk in. You know, like this is a unique place. And, you know, <laughs> I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, I know, you know. <laughs> um, but, like, even the mural that was done by your buddy you Lou, Lou, Lou Fusco, right? School. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the stuff that's on the wall from the the girls over in Granger on the cake. Pottery. Granger yep. Pottery.
0: Um, we've got Naughty Girl. We've got, look, all the art in here, okay? Most of the art in here. Some of it is actually my own personal art because they mm. do. My whole house is nautical. Those that know where I live, they—I my whole house is nautical. But everything here for the most part is available for sale and we don't take a penny of it. Mm. It goes straight to them. It's because they make my shop look better and they care and have, like the girls at Granger, two of them. Awesome. They're awesome, yeah. I mean they're, they're awesome. Uh, naughty girl, she's awesome. Veteran mm-hmm. too,
1: yeah. right? And she has her own business, and like detailing boats, right? Detailing boats, yeah. yep.
0: The phenomenal. I mean, that's so we we do all go in the same circles mm-hmm. and um, care, like yeah. to deal with good people. Like to go, okay, you can go to Naughty Girl, or you can go to this or charter companies that I have over on the wall mm-hmm. that we trust that you can go to them, or um, you know, it just. I don't know, I always feel bad like I'll forget some <laughs> forget someone. But no, it's it's super important to us. Yeah. And and we have this stuff and it's here for you for sale. And some people don't realize it. And a lot of it's one offs. Mm-hmm. They're unique items. Um and yes, ultimately it makes our shop unique.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No, it it really is. And like, you know, the more and more I talk to you, the more and more. I get a better understanding. It's this underlying theme of community is what it is. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's not just a shop. You're not selling rods. You're not selling lures and reels. You're not just going fishing, right? Although it is just fishing, it stretches far beyond that. If, if, if life's all
0: about you, just go play in traffic. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. If it's all about you, just go play in traffic. Yeah. I, you just I don't want that mentality being bred. Mm-hmm. Um, the world's harsh. The world is not the videos on your iPhone. The world is not. It's not
1: Instagram. It's not Facebook. Instagram.
0: It's not perfect. It's not. It's life. It's yeah. tough. It's going to knock you on your ass. But it's awesome. It really is awesome. And it's hard sometimes to realize that. Mm-hmm. But that takes everyone. That takes, you know, come to Aquidneck Island. Right, mm-hmm. come down to Newport. We're just outside of Newport. Go to the other shops on the island. Check them out. Go, come here. Uh, convince your spouse uh, that to take her to Newport <laughs> or take him to Newport. But then knowing you got to go to a shop Ooh, and check out it. some fish and <laughs> stuff, you know, you can you can make it that way. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going back to Rhode Island. How our state? And I'll call, like, uh, anybody in this, in, We like, you really want to go to the state <laughs> level, but not make it necessarily political, how this state does not do better for itself with mm-hmm. the natural resources that we have, the most beautiful, we're small, man. Mm-hmm. We're a small business. Mm-hmm. We're a small business, right? How we cannot be a better state, how we cannot be better unique uh and thrive just so success it's, it, it's, it's mind-boggling it's mind-boggling <laughs> and it is corruption i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna you know point there is corruption yeah. it, it happens anywhere but this we got to stop this right mm-hmm. we got to make sure that we're protecting our waters mm-hmm. we got to make sure that we're protecting the people of rhode island we got to make sure that we're doing our part in Rhode Island. It's people who live here mm-hmm.
1: do their part, right? Um, and that doesn't have to be something huge. No. It can be something very small. Right. It can be picking that piece of trash off the beach, you yeah. know, and releasing that fish the way it should be released, you know? And then if you want to go a step above, you can start your own organization, a nonprofit that gives back to something like the a, a version of the Save the Bay or whatnot. But sure. Great th- people, by the way. Awesome people. Awesome people. Yep. And, you know, I think everyone gets in their head that they have to do these massive projects in order to make a difference. But it's again, it's going back to that ripple effect. Right. Yep. It's that it's that pebble in the pond that that holding that door open for that one person that was having a shitty day is now going to make their day change. You know, yep. and, and again, going back to Rhode Island and, and it's it's the resource here. It's unbelievable. That's why people come back to Rhode Island all the time, year after year. Tourism. People that move away and realize that, oh, Rhode Island's not so shitty. They Does don't they come play? back for the
0: taxes, though?
1: <laughs> nah, probably not the taxes. Right. But they definitely come back for narrative. No, they do.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we have this amazing, it's, it, do we have it all. When mm. it comes to a fishery. And keep, it's
1: within 20 minutes. Keep it quiet. We don't want to get. <laughs> yeah, I don't even tell that.
0: Yeah, we, we have so much. Yeah. And we should be proud of it. And we should fight to make it better. Mm-hmm. How about that? Is that, yeah. Like, and uh, and I know I know a lot of guys in the fishing community that uh, really really do um, do their best to. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of good people out there too. Let's
1: you know, a lot of good people. So yeah, well, you know, kind of with everything that you've done so far, creating Crafty, meeting all these people, kind of curating this community within these walls and which stretch far beyond that. What are some of the, like what's one of those underlying things that you've learned that you think would be valuable to then, you know, tell someone like me, you know, and one of those things that kind of sticks out to you, that's just like, man, you know, I gotta, I gotta be able to tell someone something. (laughs) I'm not going to say what I was saying. (laughs) Um,
0: Dude, you should at least give me that question previous because I could at least think about that and contemplate it. Well, that's a big one. That's like.
1: I got to put you on the spot.
0: One thing I'll say with everything, and I, I brought it up earlier, but seriously, one thing that really is near and dear to my heart. I've been in some low places, man. I've been in some low places. And. I've been in some great places too, mm-hmm. right? Going back to this too shall pass. Like I, I really wish more people, it's an old Jewish proverb, right? Mm. Um, it just, it, take it for what it is because there's so much like that you could go into and in so many different things that we could talk about. But that is really important to me. When you're down, it's okay to be down. Take a deep breath, put it in its place, mm-hmm. try to. Don't try and figure it all out. You're not going to. This world's crazy, man. Um, And know that this is going to pass, and I'm going to be in a better place. And it may not seem like that, Mm. but you will be. And then, hopefully, when you feel that way, because I find that most people have to think like that on the downside Mm -hmm. before they can appreciate the upside, before they can appreciate that, hey, like you said, take it all and be present. Right. Fucking be present, man. Be there for Big Bruins fan. Mm-hmm. Be there. Be there for that goal that happens. Not watching it on your phone. Yeah. That shit drives me crazy. <laughs> These phones are evil to me. They're a necessity, mm-hmm. but they're evil. Mm-hmm. We're missing so much that's happening in front of us. Um We're all dying, dude. Every day. You've taken an hour of my life, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, but you, we're all dying. And in the long run, I'd like people to think and go, he's a good dude. He's a good dude who tried. He wasn't perfect. By no means was he <laughs> perfect. but." And I think if more people tried to think that way, if they really, really tried to live that way, mm-hmm. not just think that way, but live that way, You'd be surprised how much better we would be in the world. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: That makes perfect sense. All right. Sometimes. And and very well said. And uh, I can't think of a better way to leave this great conversation off than with that. So, well, and before that, before we get off here, you know, I think it's always important to recognize how people can get in touch with you, buy a rod, come to your shop, learn more about it. So, you know, before we get off, where can people come and learn more?
0: Uh, we're in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Um, I hate doing this. Dude. I hate. <laughs> I hate that. We're in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Um, <laughs> Crafty One Customs. You can check us out online. Uh, if you check us out online, people are surprised. They get a lot of calls. We don't sell a lot online because mm. this is what I want. Right. I want to know who you are. My guys want to know who you are. Well, we could do it on the phone. I can build you a custom rod on the phone. I seriously can. Yeah. I mean, we'll do this, like if that video wasn't there, we could do what we're mm-hmm. doing, right? Um, and give us a call, look us up. You know what? Find <laughs> out who we are. No, do a figure little it bit. Out, yeah. go figure it out. You got the ways, right? Is that wrong? Has you ever had anybody say that? No, but no. I'll,
1: I'll put a link I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put yeah some links I mean, in. <laughs> but um,
0: follow us. uh we'd love to have you come in and say hi, um, and we appreciate you. We appreciate this opportunity. Um, it's really been cool getting to know you a little bit. You know, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 And uh, be safe. Be good to other people. And like I told you, the world needs to laugh a little
1: bit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Speaking of which, they should go check out, what was the name of the video? <laughs> <laughs> Before we go. Uh, yeah, if you want to <laughs> go check out the Crafty One
0: Custom Stinky Fish Challenge, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, that's... Uh, that's 14 minutes of your life that I would say will probably make you well laugh your ass it. up. Yeah, it's well, worth it. Well, well So it. check that out. <laughs> and uh, thank you. Awesome. Well, I appreciate thank you, Ralph. It. All yeah. right, fist bump, we got to be. Yeah. COVID
1: friendly, right? Yeah, no, I mean, and everyone <laughs> out
0: there, too, with COVID. Hang in there, guys. Be safe. Um, try and be humble. Like, people are getting, I got to say this, too. Go for it. Last year, everyone was really compassionate and it's awesome, by the way, supporting Crafty One. Mm-hmm. I should have brought – like any small businesses, we are so grateful for everything everybody did. Kind of seeing in 20, what, 2021, people <laughs> are a little pissed off at the whole agitated. thing. Yeah, a little agitated. Take a deep breath. We're, we're coming out of this. Mm-hmm. We are coming out of it. Hang in there and uh, – Go for a boat ride. Go for a boat ride.
1: Yeah. Well done. Awesome. Thanks, Thank man. you, Ralph. Be good. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Elan McKeel. It means a lot, and I really hope you guys enjoyed our conversation today. It was great being able to talk with Ralph and learn all about his story, how he got started, and uh, where it's going. You know, Ralph is a very interesting guy, has a great story to tell, and uh, is just salt of the earth, right? He's one of those guys that you can walk into his shop. He's going to greet you with open arms. Awesome being able to chat with you, Ralph. Thank you so much for coming on to this show. And uh, it was a pleasure being able to tell your story or at least a little bit of a piece of it. Um, One thing that I took away from Ralph's story was the whole concept behind win-win-win, right? He mentions this in the show and, you know, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's the idea that everyone wins. You win, I win, the customer wins, or whoever else is in that scenario, right? I think that's really important because in today's world, it seems as though there's always two sides to every story, but really there is a third and I think it needs to be taken into consideration. So uh, that's what I took away from it. hope you guys took away something from it as well. And uh, yeah, make sure to tune in, like, share, subscribe. Check out Ralph. Check out Ralph's shop. Go in there tell him that Zach said hi and then you listen to this podcast. And uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Check us out on alongthekill.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Also, you can watch this episode, which I highly suggest. And I also highly suggest watching that video that Ralph and I mentioned at the end of the episode, all about how Ralph decides to chew into some petrified and putrid fish. It was absolutely disgusting, but very much so worth the laughs. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy this episode of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will catch you on the next episode. Before I go, make sure to work hard, do good, be incredible, and have an awesome day.